Here's your big sis. Do you want some butter? No, don't go. Mm. Welcome to the No Butter Show. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what's up. You know what's up. <laughs> hey, Whitney Twin. Twenty twin twin. Did the twenty twin version right here. Oh yeah. I don't know. Butter show. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome. If y'all ain't been here before, this is the No Butter Planet. And you are on the No Butter Show. And today, 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 today. From Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> hey, bro, I want to say that. <laughs> I want to say that the whole time. <laughs> Worcester. Hey, Worcester. Yes. Worcester. From Worcester, Massachusetts. We got the first. Let's go ahead and cut the ribbon. We got the first live coach coming in. <laughs> we got a poet. This the first poet on the show. First poet. Real estate investor, writer, etc., etc. But one thing that st- uh, stood out to me was creator of miracles. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we talk about that, real quick, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, we got some returning real players in the building. We got <laughs> Queen Bonita in the building, and we got my dog. Young ways. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you okay. for having me back, my brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how it is. <clears throat> it's how we stepping out for 2020. Oh, so, yeah. so tiny, tiny. Creator of miracles. Yes. Can you know? <laughs> Creator of miracles. What is this miracles creation? Oh, what do I do to create miracles, basically? Um, so every day I give up that I know what to expect from the day. And like from any interaction that I know what to expect from you, from anybody, and when you give up what you know, what you think you know, you create space for yourself to be surprised and to be dazzled by miracles. So Wow, well, okay, so you know, there's a universal bank as a no above the show and you just put a coin in it. Okay. Okay, that was deep. That was deep. So how long uh you been um being a life coach? Uh probably a little over a year. Like just over a year I've been a life coach. I was a financial coach for a little longer than that. Did that. How how did they blend in together? I mean, how did uh how did you end up uh transitioning in from one to the next? Yeah, good question. So I taught personal finance and personal finance education for years and then folks started asking me to just work with them one on one. And so that's where the financial coach became came in. And then I did a lot of personal and professional development and training, and I got coached extensively myself from other coaches. And that's when I learned also how to coach other people around their life. And so they blend together because how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> <laughs> So I can coach somebody on their relationship with money versus like if they go and they get their check and they just go spend it all, you know, then I'd ask them the question, okay, where else are you doing that in your life? Okay. Somewhere else that I assert, if you do that, that you're like overspending or you're just giving everything you have and you're not saving anything for yourself. That's the common denominator normally? Yeah, or whatever the behavior is. You can see it everywhere. Okay. So I can use someone's relationship with money to open up their relationship with whatever they do mm. and help oh. them see insights for their whole life. You know, or I can work with their relationship with, you know, dating or whatever, and then also see relationships with their money. It goes hand in hand. So if you look at somebody's, uh, if I told you like my pay statement, well, well like uh, everything I spent my money on in this month, do you ever like, do you look at people's profile like that? And then you can like pretty much see what's going on, like by looking at things like that or what's your approach? Um, I would ask them to see their budget. And so I would look at what they're spending their money on, but that, and that might tell a story. You know, Uh if you consistently go to like get wings, like I always say, no, you like to get wings or I can see where, then I know like where you Mm -hmm. stay or what area of town you're in. However, it's not necessarily a problem. Like people can spend their money on whatever they want to spend their money on, but they tend to work with me when there's a challenge, like they want X and whatever they're doing is not giving them X. 
Mm. Like I want to buy a house, except every time I get my check, I go shopping. Uh, okay. So it's when it's not in alignment and they're not getting what they want is when they call me. Somebody hungry for something. And some. we uncover like what's not working for you to have. You what help them find a trail. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. And I look at my buddy over here, and ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, <laughs> this person here is how I met Tony. We actually. <laughs> We actually were shooting a pilot to another podcast. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. Oh no! I read. I read. What y'all think about it? What? What? what in, in short. Uh, elaborate. What's, what's the question? Like in short. Other, he said. He said in, a, in the podcast. He said what? What the podcast was about? Yeah, you said. You said you had like a separate podcast. Yeah, we, had, we shot a pilot. Uh, yeah, a pilot. A pilot. Two I'm of sorry. Them. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just curious about the. You know, uh, how did you divulge? It. It was. Um, well, it was fun. It was um, mostly women answering yeah. questions from men. Mm. Um, and so we all kind of have different perspectives. And um, it was good. It's gangsta vibe. We haven't named it yet. Okay. It's gangsta vibe. And we got a matter of fact, we had to set up a date. We had to set up a date to do it again. Another one. We want to yeah, interview some men. I got. I, I, I got. more women on, too. Get some diversity of women. But we that's what we did on the we uh, we change it yeah yeah we go y'all just stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> that's all I can say because it's real good but yeah so you know she got to be uh dope because if we both know Benita you know what I'm saying got to be good <laughs> got to be good I think so yeah that's good qu- quality he uh want Christmas gift me a birthday <laughs> 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 don't I do this all the time in fact uh, you do okay in yeah you do. Yeah. <laughs> ching ching. So tell us about the talents coaching. The talents coaching. That is my coaching company that I founded just last year. Um, I got official. And so I called it the talents coaching because I help people expand their talents, like the story in the Bible, the parable of the talents. Um, instead of being afraid of what you have and like hiding it or not growing it, I help people get over their fears and take what they already have, the gifts they have and expand them, whether it's money or singing talent or, you know, whatever it is to like have everything and live their best life. Hmm. Do, do you ever feel like you get too involved in other people's affairs? Like to where like it, it overshadows uh, your own? I don't, but... There was a time probably where I could have, but today I think I've had enough training that I don't get more invested in anyone and their goals than they are. Mm, Okay. Um, Right. And so it is my job to like coach them really powerfully and stand for them and their commitment has to come before mine. Mm. So, so so how do you, uh, scale that? Like uh, uh, when, when do you say, okay, you know what? I need to step back. You're not going as hard or. I need to step up because you need a little bit more motivation. Mm-hmm. How do you balance those things out? Um, honestly, I can just be really direct with people and ask okay. them, like, are you really committed to this? And sometimes it's like that they had a goal when we started coaching together that now they don't have anymore or it's changed. Okay. So I just ask really direct questions. If they're not doing, like, the things that I recommend that they do to have the things they want, then I would just check in with them. Like, does something change? Mm-hmm. Is there a difference in your commitment now? Is the coaching relationship not working? Like, not every coach is not for every person. Okay. So I also don't expect everybody that I, like, that meets with me or calls me to, like, try it out mm. doesn't create a coaching agreement with me. That's fine. And I could say that everyone I've worked with, like, I might not be the coach for them. Ooh, and that's you. cool. Gotcha. So. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. What's up? Looking at me like I should ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say something. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, okay, so full disclosure, it's a little different for me because I know her very, very well. And so I'm thinking like, yeah, because I'm like one of Tony's biggest fans, right? Mm. Um, because I think, I mean, I'm a hard person to deal with, period. And so no. If, no. can you believe it? And so I'm super stubborn. When were you born? You might be asking, when were you born? June 25th. June 25th? Yeah. I wish I knew like off the rap what that was. It means uh, nothing. I'm just stubborn. You're it's stubborn? I'm a cancer. Okay. Yeah. I'm sensitive, but I'm still. Oh, uh, okay. No, I think it's, it's nature versus nurture. You know? Got you. So, yeah. Got you. Absolutely. You can um, say what you want. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so what I was going to ask, why you looking at me like, yo, turn. Um, 
because I know, again, because I know Tony very, very well, and, you know, like I said before, Tony can wrangle me in, and sometimes like, Tony, leave me alone because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, have, it ain't been me, but we were working on me. But um, what has been the most, um, the most significant breakthrough you've seen a client make in, in, in your, your career so far? you like, oh, my God, like, I did it. Oh, well, you did it, but we did it. <laughs> um, I had a client who I worked with who was, uh, I actually more or less requested that she allow me to coach her. I asked her, like, will you let me coach you? Mm. Because um, I could see that she was really dealing with, um, like, panic attacks and severe anxiety over having lost a really close friend of hers abruptly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he lost his life, and it was not expected. And she had a lot of fear and anxiety around that. And that fear and anxiety was literally impacting her physical body. Like she was breaking out in like rashes. She was having severe back pain. She couldn't sleep. Like it was her whole well-being was compromised. Mm. Um, And over the course of two or three, three months max, like I took her from having this severe fear that was almost debilitating around her friend. And also there was like some work-related workplace stuff. Her, her workplace had gotten broken into or they got arm arm robbery happen oh. at her workplace. Mm-hmm. So uh, like from there to like recreate newly, like to let go of like, yes, that happened one day and it doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow or today to help her break out of her fear and just like have peace and move forward. And yeah, in like three months, it was pretty remarkable. She stopped having to go see the doctor as often, like, you know, that saved her money on her bills and just gave her peace of mind. That's horrible. Mm. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. H- has there been like an opposite where, where it was like, well, like, well, I know you mentioned earlier that, that, that you might not fit every client mm. what to where you really was like involved and you were like, um, mm. I'm not going to really be able to help, help this person. Uh, so I, so far, I would I've only been able to say that I am not able to help this person when they are not no longer willing to allow me to help them. Okay. So I had a client who's got some serious, just a not the best relationship with money. It's not very empowered. Um, just some behaviors that don't really work, and they're always broke, right? And then always trying to play catch up, and so we were looking at like some childhood stuff that they made up about money when money was really scarce when they were a kid Mm. and then how that, and then their own feelings of self-worth and not feeling like they were good enough and they didn't deserve money. Mm. And then what that led to in their behaviors to just like squander every money, every dollar they got and like just always be in a position of um, scarcity. And we worked together for a couple of months and then it was at that point that they just decided they didn't want to keep going. And I think if they had been open to really taking on the work, it could have had a breakthrough. However, I can't force someone to implement change in their life or to have a breakthrough no matter what. Do you ever beat yourself up about it? Like, no. dang, I could have, I could have, I could have dug a little bit deeper. I could have said a little bit more. No, no, I think I would be in the wrong profession if I were going to do that. Like, no, because I can't be attached to them having a breakthrough. They have to do the work at the end of the day. I can't take ownership. I can coach them as much as I can and go every route possible, but they ultimately have to do the work. I can't. So what about, have you worked with your family? Yeah, I have. Have you had that instant instance dealing with family? Like, oh, you found, but you just, uh, you family. So I've coached my mom, actually. She asked me to. And we were coaching together for, I don't know, at least three or four months, maybe more. I, I don't recall. Um, and I think there were times where I had to, I stepped back and see, like, okay, is this coach Tawny speaking or is this daughter Tawny speaking with a story about her mom that's something she doesn't like and so after a little bit of time that became present she I recommended that she create a new coaching relationship with someone else um, because I could see that there were areas that I really couldn't be completely unattached to yet because there just maybe some still stuff I'm carrying from our relationship hmm. so yeah yeah they it works for of, some time, but not all the time. They remind, they, they remind me of like Usher's relationship with his mom. She was a manager. He was, she was his manager for a while. 
And uh, it got to a point where he had to make some more solid decisions. He had to fire his own mom as as his manager yeah. because it was uh, it was it was merging too much. You know what I mean? It was interfering. It was a conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. Yeah. 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 It's not always the best relationship, depending on what the work is to be done. Indeed. Okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? We're gonna switch it up. I got I got I got a question for everybody. <laughs> Talk to me. Question for everybody. I'm gonna start with B. Bye with Benita. <laughs> Bye with Benita. What is new for you this year? The whole year is new. Okay. Okay. Be more specific. <laughs> elaborate. Elaborate. <laughs> Um, in what way? Like just in oh, as, no, as, no. as a whole, just as a, as a whole, or talk to me. What Your you perspective. What on life? In yeah, general? right. In this year, what, what what's um, something that you leaving behind? Something new you picking up? Leaving behind. Um, I am being more gracious with myself than I usually am, because I literally have more on my plate than I can eat. I'm a big girl, so that's a lot of food, right? So it's a lot on my plate. I mean, like, for us, a lot that I'm having to, like, pick and choose. And um, so real estate is really good. It came out of nowhere in a way, yeah. Big ups to that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, people came, I'm like, oh, okay, wait, hold up. (laughs) I was expecting this. Um, So that's really good. Um, And I am just in a place where I am giving myself the grace I I need and doing what I need to do for me. And I'm being a little bit more selfish, likely. Um, and I'm okay with it because I'm usually kind of generous with different things. Okay. And I'm just being a little bit more selfish because I find myself giving to other people and then not having what I need for myself. That includes money, time, energy. Um, mm-hmm. So I am really, and if it doesn't go the way I anticipated to go, mm-hmm. I am giving myself the grace to not mean it, to make it mean something about myself that's not true. And then just trying to do better the next day and sleeping well at night. Mm. Yeah, so that's why I am just being gracious to Benita. So does that, imp- I'm sorry, I know you're going to do, do the fact. I'm sorry, do the fact. <laughs> Father. Okay. So does, does that imply that you were really hard on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so like you, your self talks were like. Uh, it was like you could rough. Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. Or just um. They weren't. They weren't the talks I would give other people. Mm. If that makes sense. So it so wasn't what I would give other people. So, yeah. again, I was giving more to other people than I was giving to myself, mm. and then I might have created more for myself because I feel like I'm a very capable person, mm-hmm. um, and then. It's like, oh, my God, I can't do all of this in the way that I want to do it. So like I told my mama last week, I said, you need to just focus on one thing right now. Do that thing really, really well, and then keep adding on to it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at, where I am. Um, I'm going to do all these things. And then this just wasn't happening. Like, this just wasn't happening. And so I realized, um, and I was really hard on myself about it. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then it was like, yeah, but. But you ain't, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. And like I said, clients came out of nowhere, and I was putting this trip to um, Ghana uh, together, <laughs> and that became a lot. <laughs> a, 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 you just hit, you hit the nail right in the head. Yeah. What, 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 uh, Ghana, huh? So is there anything? Uh, I was selling it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, cause, cause I have somebody on, on the ground in, in Ghana, okay. and so I didn't want my trip to just be a trip. I, I wanted to be able to give back in, in a way. Mm. So um, yeah, with this. the trip, with me, you could either – Pay for a woman to get technical training so she would have to go and live with just some man to get housing. And so you pay for her education. There's a mentoring program for underserved youth who are slow readers. Okay. Or you can pay for a year of tuition for a child who otherwise would not have it. So I had to kind of get those details together. We're going back and forth, back and forth. And there's a lot more than I anticipated. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But... And um, and so I'm just trying to get those things because that's people's money. Definitely. You know, and I want them to have the experience I had, but better, you mm, know. Mm, um, mm, so I'm mm. really wanting them to have a grand experience. Um, and so that turned into more than I anticipated. Mm. But, yeah, so I'm just kind of 
again give myself a little bit of grace <laughs> because uh, it's a little more yeah. are you are you available are you open to receiving help yes that's other thing i have asked for more help this year than i've ever asked for help and that's mm. even that's still i thought it was gonna be easy but it's still hard for me have you mm. accepted it mm. uh yeah in spurts we gonna be honest. We gonna be but, right, but, right. But, yeah. but for me, asking is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. For me, e- e- yeah, even yeah. asking because I'm like, nope, got it. Or it just, yeah. you know. So asking, and then now the next step is being like, okay, I asked. Now let me take it. Mm. Right. Yeah. But I recognize the fact that asking for me was like a no go. Like I ain't gonna ask. I just figured out if it's Roll wrong, it's wrong. Block. Right. <laughs> it did be wrong. Right. Okay. But it did be wrong. I mean, I think that's probably part of how we bonded. I was always the same way. Yeah. And so I was like group projects. Nope. Right. I'm, I'm good. It. I got it. Leave me alone. I'm I got good. it. So do y'all see that as a sign of weakness to say, "Hey, I need." Some assistance, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of resources. Hey, like, I've done everything I know to do. Help. Uh, so you know what mean, <laughs> have like, have I seen it as a sign of weakness before? Right. Okay, yeah. so I think I told I'm telling this before. I'm okay with weakness of other people. For me, it's in, it's it's not acceptable. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I've always kind of seen. But the other day, because I have a um a, a, a travel coach, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. She's like, with what? I said, I don't really know, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Dang. Because really I have mostly together, but I felt like this could be better. And so I just didn't know what I what I needed. I need somebody to know that I don't feel like I'm doing what I should be doing. Mm. So in the past, if someone else needed something, I'm like, it's okay. We'll get it through this thing. But for me, it was just not an acceptable trait to, to mm. be weak. And I realized I've been sitting with this one over here. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Great coach. This one. Fantastic coach. I mean, I'm not sure if she's a better coach or friend, but she's mm-hmm. really great at both. Um, I've been, like, really sitting with questions because she asked questions, okay, um, which is important. And so I've been really sitting with why I couldn't ask for help. Mm. And I realize my mom always says she don't need nobody. Mm. Nobody but me and God. Yeah. You do need God. Definitely. You need yourself. Definitely. But newsflash, mama, you need somebody else too sometimes. So, they rubbed so, off. so that's what I always, because we always did things on our own. We got a catering business. She bought her house herself. She didn't have anybody to help her. Right. So in her mind, the thing is, she wanted help. Yeah. But because whenever she asked for help, no help came. Mm. She gave up the idea that help was available mm. and passed Ooh. it on to me. This is dead. Let, 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 me, let me ask you something further. And, and Brian, I know you got a list of things, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, actually, actually. I, <laughs> Actually, for real, for real, I don't know if y'all caught what she said oh, yeah. she was doing in the beginning about Ghana. I don't know if y'all really peeped that what you got going on. You feel me? We had drifted a little way away <laughs> on the strong current. You feel what I'm saying? But we're going to go back out to that current, but I just got to let y'all understand that y'all hear what is going on in Ghana. You did what I'm saying, B? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We're going October 25th to November 1st. Um, It's a seven-day trip. It's uh, $2,800. Um, we're going to have a traditional African naming ceremony. Your money will go towards a child or a woman's education. Um, education is huge. Ghana's um, independence is younger than my mom. Um, and there's so much that we can do to go back home and contribute. Um, we'll, have, uh, we'll visit both slave dungeons in um, Elmina. Hmm. And we'll stay in four different regions. When I went, I only stayed in Accra, but we're staying in four different regions, four different hotels. So we'll be on the beach, mm. which is um, surreal and eerie and magnificent because you realize those are the waters that carried our ancestors yeah. here, yeah. you know. Um, and we have a seven days pack full of stuff. So drink your water, <laughs> eat your veggies because it's not going to be a just sit down type of trip. I, I know Ghana's real open to like the diaspora. You know, they they, they uh, was uh, apologetic about what they felt the ancestors that did to us. So I know they've been real open with us coming back. Yeah, over there. Oh, I so so you are you re- you you involved in the real estate over there? Not yet. Okay, um, okay. I do want to go for business soon because the opportunities the opportunities are um vast. I just got back in October, so I went in September. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I could never yes, I've never been is. able to like breathe like not just the air. 
but the freedom I felt, hmm. right? Like, this is where I belong. Don't get it twisted. America, um, ability to utilize our free labor has given us some advantages here. Okay. Let's not get it twisted. Like, we live well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Despite all the bull, yeah. we live really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> but going there, it's just like nothing else I've ever experienced. And so I wanted people to go back with me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to create something where people can go back and get this feeling. Because, mm. you know, I was sad when I came back. I cried on the plane back. Yeah. I was so sad. Mm. So um, I want people to be able to go. And I want them to have a really good experience. And I probably like traveling more than anything in the world. And that I was hard on myself about. Because I wanted to be, I'm going to say, as perfect as it could possibly be. Mm. Mm. Okay. Hey. And so. <laughs> in October, <laughs> it's gone hey. So Monday will be a link up to like pay for. You can pay in the installment um, payments. Um, and it'll be a whole itinerary available. We're going to have a cruise on the lake with music and food. And uh, it's going to be dope, man. Oh wow! Amazing! I'm amazed. Sounds amazing. I was just looking at the real. Well, I ain't get my real estate <laughs> stuff down in, in, in uh, the U.S. But yeah. it's just I was looking at real estate in Ghana the other day. Yeah. I was like just seeing, you know, what it what it takes to purchase some property. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I have the funds to do it. I was just curious on um, what it takes. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that you said that. Yeah. that you I have a real estate coach, and his thing was, "You want to go to travel? We go for business." I said, "Hey, so I want to go for business." Yeah, as he said, yeah, but why not? That's um, that's a dope ass so, yeah, person so, right there. That even so, gave I mean, you the idea. It's good we have people all on the ground there. So who I have there is Miss Ghana Taxi, and she has one of the hmm. only female transportation companies in in Accra, and so and she's like internationally fighting for women and equality. She's really dope, and I met her there, and we really clicked, and so. She's leading my um. We they really want black men to come. No, no, it's always big old groups of women. Yeah, it's always big old groups of women. I'm not playing with you. I expect you to come. Um, and so I really wanted men to come because it's just it is so profoundly. It's just they have. I ain't gonna tell y'all everything, but they have a room where when slaves would rebel, they would put them in the in this room, dark, no food, no nothing. Just for them, them, them to die. They literally, and it's just hot. They literally suffocated freedom fighters. Suffocated them to die, and then once they died, they would drag them out and throw them in the ocean. Hmm. Yeah, here we stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Next question. No butter. This is no butter. <laughs> Next question. For real. But but we are. Uh, be, you 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 gonna have to uh, uh keep us abreast of what's going on like for real for real I'm gonna have to you know the hotline the hotline about to come out too so you can call in at the No Butter Show uh soon don't worry about it, it's coming all right <laughs> but yeah B that's huge yeah I'm excited I'm very excited about it which is why I look like I'm a little sleepy but I'm getting this together but in the 2020 I have my accountability partner I have my goals. And I'm gonna get these things in order. And um, what's new is I'm focused on progress and not perfection. So yes. go, let's go keep going. Dope, that's dope, that's dope, that's new for Bonita. Yes. This is me. And I'm digging <laughs> it. Is you picking up what she throwing down? Cause I did. Hey, that's powerful. Yeah, real, real power. power, real power. Hey, matter of fact, brother Young Ways, man, what's new for Hold you, on. bro? What's new oh, for man. you? Man, it's a lot. It's a lot of transitioning going on my way, bro. Where do I start? Well, I would say technology is where I'm kind of going into. I say technology because uh, I've been driving trucks for about like seven years. And uh, I've been trying to figure out a way to make money without having to work so hard for my money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'd be doing a lot of running around. I've tussled with it in so many different ways over the years, like, Fell back off of it, did something else, got back into it because it's the, like it's the thing that pays me the most income, uh, to where I can uh do some planning. So it's like a, a love hate relationship, but this time around, I'm trying to I'm trying to nip it in the bud to where I don't have to get back in this truck again. So I'm gonna run my checkup real nice for the next couple of years, and um, I really want to put that money into like you know like I say into some property that'll be a real good look. 
Um, and specifically where, where my uh, family's from in Montgomery, Alabama. My family from Montgomery, Alabama. I see some little houses down there for the low. That's in some decent areas. My cousin actually just bought a home. It's it's real. It's super small. It's like she probably paid like twelve thousand dollars for it. But it's on the same street that with my um, auntie that's you know been staying in that area for the longest. So it's a little bit of a what, what would you call it? A emotional attachment to that street. So I I figured I probably approach it that way. Um, but in, in my mind, like the the biggest thing right now was like uh, making more money without working as hard for it. Uh, because I've been moving like a dinosaur, real talk. Been, I mean, the times are changing. And uh, what was up, bro? No, that f- I, yeah, I, I can relate. Yeah. That was a relatable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> times are changing, Shuffle, man. Yeah. So I, I, I got to. Um, it's easy to be. What would you say? What you say, Benita? By what Benita? What you say? I said I said T Rex. That's all. Oh, right. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. My first thing. But sec- <laughs> no, nah, but you're right. I got to extend my reach. See that they have short reach. I got to right. extend my reach. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Real that's, talk. That's so, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> that. So like, uh, that's pretty much what I'm. What I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that, bro. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever come right here, I can grab it. But if you don't get any clothes, I can grab it. So I got to really extend it. And, um, man, yeah, so so it, it's really moving with the time. I mean, I see what's going to happen to, uh, I see in some respects what's going to happen to society because of the effects of technology and what's already happening. You know what I'm saying? People are coming. And that's why what you, what you do is real amazing, too, because uh, people are becoming more, Emotionally attached to a device and less mm-hmm. the de- less attached to mankind. Yes. So as that as that gap, I think I talked about the last but, but, but one time with you, bro. That movie, uh, oh, I I robot. You remember I robot? A little bit. Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, the robot. Okay. Y'all, right ain't, y'all ain't see the movie. No. Yeah, I don't. I okay. Well, it's, well <laughs> I just remember they was in the tunnel and they all jumped on the car in the tunnel. Well. Well, I put emphasis on this por- on, on this portion of it. See, initially they invited these robots into the homes to do regular household chores, like uh, Siri. Yeah. Play such. Oh, Siri, can you um, distill yeah. this much water for me into this bucket? Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alexa. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I got you. You see, I'm going. But I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's how it all starts. And see, they uh, personified it as like being a big robot that's doing all this and this and that. But in reality, it's just these devices that we're asking to do all the, all of these uh, all of these things. And um, you know, so like to really be at the cutting edge of it, I think you got to really be able to have a f- real understanding of, of computers and devices. And uh, oh, but that's, that's what I was saying about the movie. Then eventually, they uh, a, a, a virus hit these robots, and then they end up turning. With a different agenda right. on the people, yeah. so it, when that when that happened, you know now now everybody's so dependent on these devices and on their technology that they forgot how to do things themselves, and then like I say, it ended up backfiring. So I feel like in movies they try kind of show us like possibilities of what can happen in the future. So I'm just be taking I just be taking notes. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at, big dog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah. Kind of say that going on now, ain't it? Yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause if they just pull the plug, if they just pull the plug on us having access, like I went last time I went to court, it been a long time. I ain't been to court in a while, but when last time I went to court, the guy, the, the, the damn. Uh, Me either, man, bro. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It ain't been recently. I, I'm out of that. Out of out of that. See, thank you. See, but I seen an attorney pull out his uh pad to look up something. And it wasn't like the, the your honor didn't say nothing. It was it, it's, it's cool and acceptable. So it's like that kind of like spoke volumes to me. It was like, damn, this nigga don't even have to know nothing for real. Not know nothing, but it's that is that he can just access it just by pulling it up. He really didn't have to have the wealth of knowledge inside of his person. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I could tell that, that 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 was a change from when it was a requirement when we was younger to kind of like know different things, and now. It's not about knowing it. It's about um, how fast can you access it? How fast can you get the information? You don't have to know it. Just can you can you get it to me? You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be the originator, curator, but can you find out how to get the information? So now is the perfect time to create is what you're saying. Absolutely. Perfect time to be an entrepreneur is what you're saying. Yes, sir. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I appreciate that, my brother. Okay.
Tony P. Yes. Where they be? <laughs> What's new for you this year? <laughs> What's new for me this year? Uh, goodness gracious! I think it feels like a lot of things are new this year. Uh, this year, I'm saying yes to everything I want, and that has been a lot. <laughs> and so I've been uh, in moments I've been overwhelmed, and a lot of times I've just been very, very, very busy and active and full and grateful. Um, what else is new? Um, I ex- uh, I'm doing a project on the west side of Atlanta on the Beltline to help uh, build capacity for legacy black-owned businesses oh. to help prevent or to do what we can, to see what we can do to help prevent <coughs> displacement mm-hmm. because we saw what happened over in places like Old Fourth Ward mm-hmm. and um, the east side, and we don't want that to happen in West End. And so I'm. that's been amazing, and I'm having a ton of creative freedom in how I approach those conversations and that project and in what I create to build capacity for my community. Um, what else? I've got, like, some great meetings and things that have happened. I've got a creative director for my life. I've got, uh, I've got a meeting with a city council person in a couple of weeks that I just created today. Mm. I've got people asking me to do workshops and events that I have said I wanted to do in a moment and then hadn't ever planned to do. Mm. And I put it on a, a goal sheet that yeah. in a class that Benito led. I want to speak at X number of events this year, and they're not events that I created. And I've got the first one already lined Very up for nice. February. Big so up to I that. Just, this, what's new this year is like I'm all the way in alignment with everything I love, with my skill, with my gifts, and with just being of service to the world and bringing what I have to offer. Mm. And like God, the mm. universe, the whole community is just like responding back and okay. being like, we want you here. Wow. And so now I've just got to find, now I've got to find help. That's what's like abundance. Like I'm saying yes, and I can't do it all. So now I'm like looking for an intern. I'm going to be looking for an assistant in my other business soon. Like I can't, I've got work to give away. What kind of intern are you looking for? Uh, I want an intern for the community project, for the mm. anti-displacement business project. So preferably somebody who lives or lives in or around on the west side somewhere, preferably. And somebody who has a mind around community and understands gentrification and displacement and perhaps even some event planning. <laughs> Put my name on the list. To, we'll talk. Put my name on the list. I might not make the cut, y'all, whatever. But I ain't gonna go on the list. <laughs> hey, we still gonna be good if I don't get it. Let me ask this. What y'all feel about, like, people coming, uh, where, where once people, like, really come to a successful place in their career, just, like, just moving to the other side of town and then putting money towards... Uh, and uh, I guess an economy that's not necessarily r- related to like where exactly, uh, you know, you put the work in at. So it's like transferring the business. Like as soon as you reach success, it's like okay, well, I gotta move. I gotta go over here. You know. Um. So that's why it's making it so easy for people to d- to gentrify our communities. In some, in to some respect, because we're not. We just okay. Well, let's get up out of here. Let's go over to the good school system. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, right, let's right, work right. on this one. I want to say that on an individual level, like I personally am not a fan of that behavior. And at the same time, I don't think it's of any of us to judge people who do that. True. Because sometimes uh, parents do that to get, put their kids in a better school. So I, yeah. and, and I also, I also understand gentrification and displacement as a systemic problem. And we're not going to solve it by just one individual not moving. Like, I think mm-hmm. we need to not fall into the trap of blaming our neighbors or our cousins or our friends for doing that when really it's a systemic problem rooted in capitalism and rooted in white supremacy and just rooted in, like, access to resources and having equitable sustainability for the city. See, but, like, but, but when, team, when a team kind of sticks together then, and we're saying, okay, we're going to put all our value into this area, mm-hmm. then it, it, it raises the awareness and value of a thing. Yes. Like, so, like... Yes. You know, so like if I'm in like trucking, for example, if they giving out, if they are saying, uh, if I'm an owner operator and they saying, okay, I got I got a load uh, that runs here and here and it's it's a cheap load, mm-hmm. and I take it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a disgrace to the other uh, drivers that's in my, my in my peer group, mm-hmm. 
because th- that's lower than what we what, what we decided we want to take. Yes, and yes, and at the same time, we also need to look at the business owner and ask them why are you offering lowball offers to individual team members? Because don't you understand mm. that that is going to eradicate the teamwork amongst the whole team, and it's going to eventually destroy your business. Okay, mm. okay. Mm. So how do we make them accountable mm. like that? Like that. I like that. <laughs> it's kind of like treating the symptoms out. and not the disease. Yeah. That's that's basically what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, for me, I always ask, so, like, value and perception is, none of it is real. <clears throat> like, value is not real. So, the whole, exactly. So, mm. the whole thing is, like, I live in Decatur. I have friends who say I would never move back to Decatur, right? And then my question is, okay, well, that's fine. You know, you live where you want to live. You can, you can live wherever you can afford to live. Right. That's just what it is, right? So my question is, why don't you never come back to Decatur? Well, there's no the development. There's no, not the development I want. There's no opportunity there. There's this gamut of things that they're naming. Meanwhile, I'm getting emails for um, people to show up to um, city council meetings. Um, there's a 45-day ban on dollar stores in the Indicab County. Hmm. I'm going to see who's going to be there. I'm going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So when you see a yellow sign, you need to stop and read it. Mm. Because the thing is, things don't just happen. There's a process to things. The question is, are you a part of the process? And a lot of times in our communities, I'm saying black communities, I'm being very clear. Okay, black communities, sometimes when you got to work, you have a, you have, I go to this neighborhood meeting, this this city hall meeting, or I go to work and say and, and feed, feed, feed my children, right. Right? right? So the whole thing, the the question is so survival or survival. And that's not an option mm. for a lot of people. Mm. So you have people who may have more flexibility in their lives, yeah. um, more empowered to kind of do what they want to do in their jobs, right. and they're the ones speaking up. Yeah. They're the ones showing up. Okay. They're the ones seeing opportunity in communities where we no longer – in many times see no see no value yeah. because this is where we come from. I'm not going back to where I come from. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying because I l- grew up here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to go back to Gresham Road. Do you see what houses are selling for on Gresham Road? Do you see what houses are selling for um, mm-hmm. in East, East Lake Meadows where people would not live there, what they call it, Little Vietnam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is people are making choices based on survival in a lot of instances. And people who move in see the opportunity. But they also have resources that come from way back. Yeah. That we don't have we don't have those resources. Or that time, or that a lot of times the understanding strategically, a lot of those yellow signs I saw another day placed on the highway, getting off twenty on Candler on Columbia Drive. Who gonna read that? Who Right. The yield up there, the sign back here. I'm gonna get hit if I read that sign. It has to be it has to be placed, it has to be posted, but no one's saying where. Okay. Mm, so again, like she's saying, you have to go to the source and be in the sources phase to make substantial change. So it's not just about um, just about people moving out. It's that people are doing what they know to do. Okay. To create better lives for their families, yeah. and sometimes without you know without vision, our people perish. Okay. And then there's ignorance, and yeah. not stupid people. Mm. No. Just lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Yeah. Man. I think it's the easiest thing to do, though. It's, just, it's, it's the easy, like you say, it's systematic. It's even systematic that we think we need to move. It's systematic that we feel like we have to, because uh, a lot of times the value that is, I mean, value is, like you say, you said it's something perceived. interesting. Value, it's, value it's is perceived. a perception. Yeah. Value is a perception. Yeah. But does anything, like, so, but, but, wow. Does anything yeah. have true value, though? I mean, I'm like, what has what is valuable? What is what is whatever really valuable? Whatever you think it is, whatever yeah. value uh-huh. you give it. <laughs> right? Whatever you no. think it is, mm-hmm. because for me, this phone could be worth nothing to you. It's not your phone. Right. You don't give a all about this phone. To me, it's it's a lifeline. So I might fight you about my phone. You think yeah. this right. is dumb, yeah. right? But for me, value anything only has value that you attribute to it. Mm. That's it. That's all value is from a dollar bill to a black woman. Okay, mm. the value is I am highly valuable to me, but someone else may seem like no value whatsoever. Throw it in the river. Mm. Okay, but but there are things such as the what they say the dollar the dollar bill the dollar bill for example you know they have inflation and then you, have, yeah. uh, you know things like that where where, where the value in, 
well, the value of the dollar is decreasing. It fluctuates. Yeah, it fluctuates. <laughs> yeah, it's not real. But 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 something is placing the value. Fiat. Our belief in it. Our money is based on fiat, which is faith. On it. There's no gold standard. Yeah. Everything about our money is inflated value. Again, yeah. it's perception. Yeah. There's no no gold sitting in no nowhere yeah. for every dollar. Right. They they make money on demand. Yeah. And the only thing that makes a dollar worth it is our belief in it. Yeah. And the rest of the world the believes in it. Right. Because if, if you go to, to Europe, that dollar is like, right. you go to Africa, it's like, right? Because it's value. It's like my girl. I like, like, that. My, like, no. I like that. Right. <laughs> it's perception. But if you, don't have it, if you don't have it, though, then if you don't have this perceived value, you, you, you're not able to sustain in society. So so it, it, there, there's a there's a area to where there's a gray area where it's like well who whose perception is it because somebody's placing the it's perception of the value you know, of it yeah it's collective yeah uh-huh. right collective. exactly so yeah. Yeah. so the whole thing if you the decide perception. right because you could live off the grid if you wanted to you certainly could that's what you value Your ways are hmm. right exactly okay. so you so you are deciding that the dollars worth something because you decided to live based off of a capitalistic mm. system mm. that's yeah. fine right i mean we've I many of us have decided to do the same thing you can opt out right but you okay. boop, opt off out the grid yeah. Wow! So if you choose to live Wait in a, this system, dang, bro, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you we, we gonna keep it moving. If you choose to live in this system, <laughs> okay, like, hey, okay. come on, come on, come on, come on, bro. Stop being so long. Twenty twenty, you ain't never answered your question, though, what, bro. What, 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 yeah, what's yeah, new for you? What's new for you? Twenty twenty, man. Yeah. Accountability. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Accountability and, and being um. Oh man, you you know, uh, hey, y'all, y'all used to use sponges. Y'all used to clean with sponges, right? So, you ever like dip the sponge in half? You just need a half of the sponge, yeah. so you dip half of it in there. Yeah. That's how I live my life. I just dip this motherfucking sponge in the water, all of it. <laughs> the whole thing. That's what I just did. That's what I just did. <laughs> so, that's how we live it. <laughs> that's what's going on. I just dip the sponge. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's honesty to you. the to the T. So so actually 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 I had I had um I wanted to uh move along real quick because I really want to talk about something real quick, real play. We're gonna put on turn on play, play, play music. Can't hear what I'm saying, but you did what I'm doing. You did. Um let's talk about selective accessibility. Real quick, real quick. Selective, Selective accessibility? Accessibility, yes. Callback, I see. Selective. Selective accessibility. Oh, callback. In what way? In your life, like, if you're a good helper, if you you help, if you're good at what you do, if you, instead of who you let in and what it takes to get that person in, Separation. Is this relationship wise or just like wow. career wise? Uh, I, in, in a sense, I, I feel like it's everything. hand in hand. Everything yeah. Is everything. everything is everything. Say it one more time for me. What What you need me to so say? Selective accessibility. Like I just I just need to make sure I understand. Say Say what you say it one more time if you can. Like Bonita, you got Bonita. This is Bonita right here. This is a Bonita. Uh-huh. But everybody can't get to this Bonita right here. True. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So you selective. Sometimes. Some people got that little fence that you can just step over. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you can just step over that fence. I got a moat. We yeah. Easy you go to the apartment. How easy. You know the code to get it open. Mm-hmm. Like. Got it. Have you have you made any adjustments mm. as far as. The um, structure of who and how you let in your life. Have to. How important is that, though? Very important. You have to be able to, um, it's some, for, for different reasons. For different, sometimes you have to guard your time because people will use all your time the way they want to use it and then use theirs how they want to use theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it can be energy. Sometimes people are just very, they just take all you got and it just, 
and you, you just like a pull of nothing like god what happened um some people are just energy suckers like they just take all of it so sometimes again like i was saying before sometimes for me i have to be a little selfish because i realize um i have to be just to be able to get to where i'm going because in the past i've given more than i should have mm. and so i've put people in positions that i'm not in because again i'm letting weak for me is not acceptable it's okay for the people so that I'm their stepping stone. Mm. And so for me, I can't be nobody's stepping stone no more. This is right. the year of Bonita as far as I'm concerned. Come on with the game. And doing the things I need to do the way I need to um, do them. Because I know I'm capable, right? So you have to, um, in one way or another, guard what you have to. Like you go to work nine to five potentially. Mm -hmm. You're not doing nothing else during that time because that's the time where you make money. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Sometimes you have to... <laughs> No one can come hang out with your friends. You're not with your kids. You're not with your parents. This is the time that you're doing something that you need to be doing. Mm. And so to me, it's the, it's the same thing. You have to guard your time from things and people and distractions for me. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, what about y'all? You next in line. Deep in thought. Collective accessibility. Um, I'm going to answer from this perspective. So I, in the last couple of years, I've had very significant changes in my close relationships. Uh, and I think that if I look in hindsight, like what was making those decisions, it was because I realized that I wanted more or something different for my life than what I was getting out of hanging out with the same people doing the same things. Largely, I like, wasn't doing a whole lot. You know, prior to a couple of years ago, I had a decent job, did good community work, and then just like did whatever I wanted, mostly hanging out, not really doing much. And so now I'm up to a lot. Like I, like how many businesses I have? Like I, I don't have the luxury of just hanging out without a, uh, without a goal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Even, like, my hangouts. Like, now, even, like, the people that I choose to hang out with, like, clearly I'm here. Like, we're up to something here. We're having good conversation, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, you know, I'm dating. There's a goal. Uh, you know, it doesn't always have to feel that way, but there's a goal. Like, I'm not going to keep going out with the same <laughs> dude if there's no potential, right? Okay. And at the same time, I'm not going to keep hanging out with the same friends if they're not going towards the same height that I'm going. Like, Benita may have a really dope travel business she's building, and I have a coaching business. And I have other friends who have their businesses. It's not all the same, but we're all going somewhere. Moving. Yes, there's momentum. Energy. And because that, yes, you get to feed off each other's energy. You're always, you can talk about, like, what book are you reading right now? What podcast are you listening to? What have you learned? Like, no right? but a show. <laughs> you know. I can yeah. learn from. So Very at this true. point, like, mm. I'm That's not true. choosing to make myself accessible to anyone that I can't also learn from, too. Mm. That part. Win-win. Mm -hmm. That's what they call the win-win. Because I'm up part. to a big game. It's not mm. just about me. It's about who, what I can be for the world. Mm. And so... That purpose is bigger than any one person. Give me an air five. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you might get cut out. Not you. You might get cut out. About you, big dog. Man, I'm just going to piggyback on what the lady said. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I, I text back fast. I ain't going to lie. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, so you text me, I text back fast. I, think, I, feel, I feel like I had to limited, what you said, limited accessibility? Selective. Oh, selective Select. accessibility. So, yeah, I think that, like, I, this year I was like, man, you know what? I'm not texting nobody back. I'm not texting nobody first. I'm not. Uh, I might answer the phone the first time. Yeah, wait next week. But it was like, but it's only because I'm practicing the balance. You know what I'm saying? Because before I was like, okay, yeah, hey, hey, what's up? And then they don't. People don't value that. When you accessible, people don't value that shit. You 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 have to like. For example, I just went out. My my, my first cousin just passed just recently. Uh, this past week, I go out of town. Like it's my it's my, my, my my mom's youngest sister's oldest child, my first cousin. I go out of town and everybody see me. Oh, cuz, what's up, cuz? Welcome, welcome home, cuz. Welcome home. And they tell me welcome home. Like I'm not even from there. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like my my uh heritage in my family, in my so they it's a feeling I don't get here. I'm like, damn. Um, value again. Like I'm like, well, where have, have I been placing my value on myself? Mm-hmm. Why who have I been putting myself around? Mm-hmm. And how come I don't feel like this at back at home back at home? Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? Um but I knew this though. If I was around more often, they wouldn't have the same heightened reaction. Yeah. So it's like it's because they don't see me as often that it's like and whenever they see me, it look like I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always, you know, different car, or whatever, and you know, uh, decent outfit, or whatever. So it's like it, the imagery of it. Uh, they they've um, blown it up bigger than really what I am to some to some degree, and um, I kind of like it. So see it, I I stay away. I stay away. Which brings me to another point. Uh, so as, as oh sorry. As the women in, in, in this decade did well the past decade too, but transitioning like from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty thirty, with, with y'all being so self self sustained and so um goal oriented. Y- y'all know where we're going, right? No. I have About, an idea and I'm a little concerned. Thank okay. you. Right. How how do you how do you um value again place the value on what the man is doing there if you can do everything for yourself where are you really placing the value of uh, a gentleman being in your life mm-hmm. to that degree don't roll your eyes over there <laughs> so the value of a man is not what he can provide that i need from him it's what he can provide that i want i don't need anything from a man okay However, and that and that I feel like gives men more room to like show up. Like I don't need anything from you, for example. However, show me what you can offer that I can't get without you. Hmm. Show up. Say, say, say that last mm. sentence again. Mm. Show me. <laughs> I don't need anything from you, but mm. show me what you can offer that I can't get without you. Mm. It's not a needed, but it's a a want. Like I can't do everything. You gotta have you. a sales pitch, huh? You gotta Elevator show up pitch. offering something that I can't have by myself, mm. you know. And like, and and I feel like I feel like to have that approach at the same time, to me, no. is the most respectful and honoring way I can treat men. Mm. Because for me to treat you as you have something I need and I'm dependent on you treats you like you're small. Like, okay, you can bring home a check, great. But like for me to say no, like I don't need anything from you, but you have something greater that I don't need, what is it? And show me, like, that calls you to be a bigger you. Tell me what that is. You if decide, it's not money. You if, decide, if it's not, I'm, I'm asking just, I'm like, not just. It's individual. Yeah. It's not the same answer for all men. So I right. can't tell you. Right. You mm. would have to show, like, if you were trying to court me, you would have to show me there's something unique about mm. you mm. as an individual that I can't get without you in my life. Mm. So, but to so normally. It's not about just being a man or whatever. I, I totally respect that. But normally, like, you know, we're bred differently from little boys and little girls. Okay. I think that Chris Rock said, I'm just not trying to name drop, I'm just saying Chris Rock said it in stand-up, and a lot of things in stand-up, he's accurate, and it's just funny. He was just like, you know, a, man, a man's value is placed on what his ability to provide and protect. I, outside of that. Well, the Bible says that. Huh? They ain't Chris right. Rock. <laughs> yeah, well, that might have been before him. A little bit. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's <laughs> a more credible, borrowed. credible source. <laughs> that might have been the Bible. <laughs> don't don't blame us for the Bible right. now. I'm not placing blame. I want you to know. I'm not placing blame whatsoever. <laughs> but I do want you to know that in this society, the value is placed on particularly those things. And okay, in short, in okay. short, respond to yeah. that. Okay, in short, I think Martin Luther King said. I'm a movement by myself, but we were forced on me together. Was that oh. my old king? I think that was fabulous, fabulous and uh, okay, who okay, something like that. <laughs> and okay. Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, I mean, my king said it. It was Martin Luther King. Okay, MLK okay. said okay. Yeah. okay. So the thing is, why do y'all keep going back to that conversation? <laughs> oh, so it's a real, it's, it's, it's a normal it's a, conversation. Because the thing is. Oh, I ain't heard it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. You based the whole show around it, okay? Uh, Mm. So, wow. if I'm doing what I'm doing and creating, because again, like I said, my mom, <laughs> right? Like, I'm moving the way I'm moving because I have to survive in this world. Right. Okay? So, the other, the flip side would be, 
you need a man because you're not doing anything. So it's kind of like half a dozen in one hand and six in the other. So either you're not doing anything, you're living off the system, and you just want a $40 hookup, or you're, like, creating something in the world, and you're too much, you're too independent. Mm. Give us a damn break. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, if you're just moving in this world in a way where you are just working on yourself and being a better you, the universe works in a way where we will eventually collide. And we'll both have what we need to create what we want. So the thing is, you can't take a half a person and a whole person and make a lifetime. You have to take two whole people who are clear about who they are, how they're moving in the world to truly truly create something sustainable. I always admire couples who buy homes together. Because most of them who have one, they, they buy two. They have two, they buy three. You know why? Because they're working together. They're not worrying about who, who can provide more. They're providing for their household. So if you have someone who loves you for who you are, okay, because it's not going to be, I've been told by men that my that some maybe you should dim your light a bit. I'll be damned. No, I wouldn't say that. Okay, I'm, I'm, just, say I'm, just, I'm, that. I'm letting you know my story, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'll be doggone because next thing you're going to say is, she don't want to work. She don't cook. She don't clean. She don't do nothing. So here I am doing all the things that I know to do based on what I was, how I was raised. Plus, I can take care of myself. Do you want me not to be able to? Right. Because then that's the woman that you say, well, you, you are straight on the system. Either I create my own systems and live my own life, or I'm straight on the system. Can we get a break? Right. Mm. Well, we well, look. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, my brother. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is heavy. This is heavyweight stuff right here. People got to be places, and the commercials got to come in soon. Can I add something? Add something. I think that it, at the end of the day, like whatever society says about men or women, or whatever any woman or man says to you about you, mm-hmm. it doesn't. You're okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Like it matters. Like who do you want to be for? Right. Who do you want to be for the women that you might meet, or Period. who do I want to be for the men that I might meet? We might not want the same things, but, like, if I am out here being who I want to be for a man and a partner that I want, like, that's what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. If I'm out here just being dependent, I'm going to get a man who just wants to provide and wants to keep me dependent. If I'm out here being a creator and a generator and I want the same, I'm going to attract the same. So there are social narratives that exist about our roles, and okay, great, but we are not like beholden to that. Right. Mm. And it might we're be gonna get what we give. Right. Mm. It might right. be antiquated. Okay. I mean, well, in you know some I mean. in some degrees it's antiquated. The idea that marriage was a matter of survival. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so yeah. um do I want a partner who I love and can grow with and like create a life with? Sure. Mm. Right? Is that gonna ever stop me from creating the life that because I am a person first. I am Bonita first. Mm. I'm a, a person, a woman, all things I am, independent of anyone else, as are you. So ideally, I would um, collide, the universe would bring me towards and bring the man towards me that who is also clear that he is a whole person prior to being, prior to being in a partnership. See, but I think, I, think, I think that that's romanticism. Why? Yeah. I'll tell you why. It's like capitalism. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying in a way to, to, to feel that what if another individual is not whole? That that that, that he is, is not or, for or, me. Or, or no, or or put it this way, he is whole, okay. but he may need someone to remind him of that. And and and, I, and I'm not saying that that's uh well, women being more so from what I've seen in my lifetime, nurturers. That's kind of a maybe nature in some degree. Yes, depending on the person. Absolutely. So I think that it kind of falls in the category of what a woman's position is to uh, with motherly instincts and things of that nature to uh, kind of bring something out of an individual that may not necessarily that they may not recognize in themselves. I'm not saying 100 percent of the time. No, don't, don't look at my face and change your answer. Just say what you got to say. No, 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 I'm open to um. I'm open to like, I'm mean, like I say, it's, nothing's a hundred percent. I'm just saying that for an individual who may need that type of uh, support, it's not financial. It's more verbal. It's more, hey, you know how you know it's great grace in your tone, in the way your body language, in these things. Not belittling yourself as an entity, as a woman, as a person, as a go getter, mm-hmm. 
but at the same time, just embodying fully the the strengths that uh, of a woman. You know what I'm saying? I think you can want that all day as a man, and don't expect to find that in every woman you meet. Yeah. We're right. all different, exactly. just like you're all different. Exactly. There are different men who want different things, and you can ask that, ask for that. If that's okay. what you want, then go, then look for a woman who provides that. Mm-hmm. And that's not every woman, and that's okay. Mm. Just like I'm not a coach for every person, you're not a man for every woman. It's just facts. what it is. Big facts, it's big facts. Yeah, so yeah. it's selective. It's like. Nothing or, wrong with mm. it. Or you would be on like Big Love or something. Because mm. huh? I think like, we all have things that we want. Doesn't mean we're not whole. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that doesn't make a person incomplete because they're looking for something in another person. Right. But mm-hmm. it's like, can you fill your cup right. first without right. that? Right. And your cup needs to be added. your yeah. cup needs to okay. be full so a picture can be full. Right. Versus me looking to you to fill my cup. Right. Like, nah, I need right. to have my cup. Because I don't like taking out the Ooh. trash. So is that what you? So is that what y'all are saying? Is yeah. that, that that's the climate out here when you're dating? You're saying you feeling like men are wanting you to fill their cup. No, I think there's multiple climates of dating okay. out here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it just depends. I get like a reflection of yeah. what I'm putting out there. It just depends. See, see, but see, see your, 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 answers are, your answers are really safe. No, I feel like your answers are really safe but sometimes. I think it's real. Like so, there are multiplicities of experiences. Someone else who is a very different person is gonna get a very different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not gonna communicate the way I do. They're not going to be looking even for what I do and offering what I offer. They're gonna get a very different experience. I can't speak for that. Mm. Hey y'all, talk to me. <laughs> it's been amazing. We gotta, we gotta let this one back down for real. Yeah. We got at Tiny Powell. Is that correct? Yes. At Tiny Powell, y'all go check her out. She's amazing, awesome, and I really. Oh, you know what? Might have what we got working on. We working on a cooking show. We working, we working on a cooking show. show. Just, that's a little, little sprinkle, a little tinkle right there. Yeah, I mean. We got Tony in here. You feel what I'm saying? We got Bob with Bonita in the building. Young Ways. My brother, my brother, and yourself, man, myself. I mean, Cuddy Boucher. We'll see you on the next one. It's the, what this is, episode 15, season two. Yes, indeed. We're going to start this thing off strong. Hey. Real strong. All right, y'all. Okay, thank y'all. I'm about to go. I have some more questions. So shit. Bonita got, got some. Uh, I mean, hey, we can say and shop. <laughs>